0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML,
1: we have uh, had the Acorn Group on the 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 program before. This is a group of people that are uh, trying to fight basically against uh, landlords who are not meeting their responsibilities when it comes to uh, building standards. And uh, they're looking at a couple of properties right now over in Melvin Avenue, over in the East End of the city. And uh, there's going to be another, uh, I guess, you know, movement to, to try to get these folks to do something. Uh, 285 Melvin is the apartment, although there have been other ones around the city. It's an ongoing problem, and it's, it's something that seems to be festering right now. There are standards that, uh, that apartment owners are supposed to adhere to. They don't always do that, and uh, they want bylaw to get involved. They want everybody to get involved and basically bring these people in line. Uh, I want to talk with Sam Marola about this. He's the counselor for Ward 4 out in the east end of the city. Uh, Sam, first of all, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate the time. My pleasure, Bill. This is not new to you. I'm one of the more celebrated cases of a landlord who was really screwing the residents around uh, was right in your ward. I think it was on Melvin Avenue, too, wasn't it, where they shut the heat off and, and a couple of other things?
0: Right. It was 555 uh, Melvin Avenue, which okay. was really the catalyst to the, um, the essential services bylaw that I brought forward that was supported by council and, and presently exists to protect tenants from utilities being cut off when, when the utilities are included in the rent itself. So we've come a long way when it comes from that perspective, but also we have a lot of work to do with respect to a lot of absentee landlords or irresponsible landlords that aren't meeting the, their obligations. And as it pertains to ACORN, I applaud their efforts, and I spoke to them a couple of days ago regarding this particular issue, and I've asked them to forward to me a detailed list of deficiencies so I can, I can have enforcement uh, uh, go out there and, and, and enforce accordingly. And I also encourage them to get involved with the Landlord-Tenant Act because, as you know, that falls within the provincial jurisdiction. So there are, there are certain responsibilities as, as a city official that I can pursue, and that's through property standards. But most of this uh, falls under the Provincial tenor, uh, Landlord and Tenant Act, which I encourage people to uh, to pursue accordingly.
1: Sam, I want to ask you about that landlord-tenant protection because there was a problem way, way back when you and I were both on council many years ago. Uh, where there were still some provincial guidelines in place that even if if, uh, the city cited something and and said to a landlord, you got to fix this, uh, they got served, but they had like 30 or 60 days or something to respond, uh, and they'd usually wait till the 59th day and then say, well, we want an appeal. And and that would just drag it on and on and on. Is that still in place?
0: The process is still in place, and it goes both ways, right? So if a a tenant doesn't pay their rent, uh, it goes through the same tribunal, uh, but the same um, appeals are allocated on both ends. So it's a process that at times seems to work, but at times uh, works a little too slow. Uh, having said that, um, really, let's separate the good from the bad. The vast majority of, of landlords are good. Uh, really, the ones that are bad are the ones we should be targeting, and we should be targeting very hard. So we should be collectively working with the province in conjunction with our enforcement branch to ensure we keep these uh, tenants i sorry, these landlords uh, held to account.
1: I mean, I know that Tans can get frustrated, and, and I'm sure you'll get calls from time to time, as will some of your council colleagues, and say, hey, you guys aren't doing anything about this. Well, you are, and so is bylaw, but they're kind of you know tied uh, at the wrists a little bit here because of some of these provincial statutes that, that basically allowed these bad landlords to kind of rag the puck and not get anything done.
0: Well, the reality is, Bill, and most people aren't aware, and nor should they be aware, but the city is a creature of the province and uh, as a result we simply are they dictate to us how we pursue these issues so they're afforded everyone is afforded a certain process and these processes are in place again to try to find some sort of balance uh, between enforcement and finding a solution so there are those that abuse it like anything else and then there are those that don't abuse it they're not the problem but granted there are those chronic landlords that manipulate the process not too dissimilar to some tenants who do the same when they don't pay their rent. But at the same rate, uh, it probably is representative of 5% of all the landlords and all the tenants, but those are the ones we hear about because it's negative.
1: Is it is the problem getting worse or is it getting better?
0: You know, I think with, with respect to the fact that um, in Hamilton we're going through this renaissance and there's a direct association to the increase of rent, that the problem is becoming far more... Uh, severe in the sense that people are paying a lot of money today and they expect certain standards uh, and it's, they're unaffordable yet the standards don't meet any level of, of a palatable standards and, and that's what's creating more frustration but at the same rate I, I would say that uh, a lot of these landlords are trying to force a lot of these people out, which is a whole other issue that ties into the gentrification and um, I hope that this is not the case in this particular situation because a lot of times It is somewhat of a ploy on the landlord's uh, part in order to try to force tenants out in order to remodel them and then lease them out at a higher rate. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.